0: You read her every day at mistressmatisse.blogspot.com. You've probably downloaded this podcast at work. Be warned, this podcast contains frank discussions of sexuality, SM, and perhaps even a lawn gnome joke or two. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time again for the Mistresses Podcast. I give you the one, the only, the mistress. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Monk, and I'm staring at my beautiful, beautiful partner here, Mistress Matisse, and she's got this box of Altoids, and she just keeps looking at me funny. And she rattles it, and then looks at me, and then rattles it, and looks at me, and I think it might have something to do with the letter I'm reading.
1: It might. It might indeed.
0: Okay. So, shall I read this, or are you going to keep menacing us with that I'm, box I'm, I'm putting it down right now. Okay. I'm putting it down. <clears throat> of course, she's putting it down next to the box of Listerine breast strips. Ah, I see you've read ahead. I have a question for you about using Altoids or Listerine breast strips for scenes involving female genital torment or torture. I have a friend who enjoys letting me uh, do a fair bit of mean-spirited things to her pink bits, and I'm looking for something new to try. I have only heard from about using either breast strips or Altoids from your blog, so I figured you'd be the one to ask the questions. I'm concerned about the possibility of the amount of menthol or other chemicals that would be concentrated that I'd be giving her a mild chemical burn. Uh, have you had any problems with this sort of issue? And are there any special risks that one should be aware of before trying these techniques? Thanks so much. Love the blog and the column. Okay. Yeah. Whew. Okay. She's cracking her knuckles, ladies and gentlemen, oh. and kind of like rolling her shoulders back like a prize fighter, ready to go into the ring. Uh,
1: yeah. I had a really good scene involving um, breast strips through the night, and um, yeah, he knows what I'm talking about right now. Mm-hmm. He knows. Uh, it was really hot, so, uh, so to
0: speak. So But I'm bumped.
1: Uh, I'm just going to pause and kind of... I'm, I guess I'll flip back and forth between talking about boy bits and girl boy bits. Boy bits and girl bits, okay. Uh, they are somewhat different, but there's a lot of kind of overlapping characteristics. I have used, I, uh, who remembers putting altoids into Jay's pussy? My, I put altoids in many girls' bits. Yes. I think with those kinds of things, the, the worst you, I mean, she might get like a mild, um, um, UTI. No, 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 yeah, no, no, like, like, yeah. like a.
0: Yeast um, infection? Use infection. Yeah, because of the, the sugar in the altoids. Yeah. I heard, yeah, um, sugar free altoids are a good solution to that.
1: Well, you know, just buy some of the stuff. It's over the counter now and you're going to die. So there's but, that.
0: Yeah, no chemical burns. I've never experienced And I've put a lot of.
1: Anything th- you put directly into your mouth is probably safe to put directly into someone's bits. That's why you don't want to use like pure cinnamon oil or anything that's supposed to be diluted before you cook with it or something. But it's a food grade thing that is put designed to be put directly into your mouth it'll probably be fine okay uh unless you have some you know some medical condition that makes that inadvisable but for most right. healthy people it's not uh so altoids are fun and then recently um i had done a scene involving listerine breast strips that come in those little tiny boxes about the size of the stamp and i had used the blue ones uh cool which mint. are cool mint or whatever yeah oh. and then uh I was buying some for a scene, and kind of without really thinking a lot about it. Bought a box of the red ones, which are like cinnamon hot. Red hot. They have a picture of the flames on the box, which should have told me something, right? Should have been there. your first warning, but um, but I, it, you know, I, I'm kind of a big picture girl. You know me. I don't really get obsessed with details. It'll be fine. Yeah, just grab this, this, and this. And frankly, I had gotten these breast chefs as kind of. It was kind of like the side dish of the scene. It wasn't really intended to be like the mm-hmm. main part of the scene. Uh, so I have this lovely man um, who I'm extremely fond of, all nicely staked out to this bed, and I started putting the breath strips um, into his urethra. And wow, he just really, Ooh. I thought
0: he was going to levitate the entire bed into the air. Let us point out for just a moment that unlike an altoid in a vagina, a breath strip in a urethra you can't get it out. Yeah, no. Once it's pretty much there.
1: Well, with any kind of, like, any kind of like, heat he, he, thing, yeah, it's like if, you even take the alcohol yeah, out, it's still going to be like, gonna, yeah, but,
0: or, or even uh, any kind of breast strip in, mm-hmm. you know, in the pussy, boom. As yeah, soon it starts to dissolve...
1: Yeah, he actually was kind of looking at me like he was going to say for it. And I'm like, well, you know, babe, uh, (laughs) I've been playing. This is travel. I've been playing with him for a long time. I know
0: his limits very well. And the man is an amazing, amazing individual. My hat is off to you, good sir.
1: Well, which is why I was so astonished that these listerine breast strips were like so extremely effective. So I I put some into his urethra and that was big fun. And then I put some up his ass and that was big fun, uh, in my opinion. And then I actually was like, (laughs) I was kind of, I was way into this. Zone by this point, I was sort of laughing and clapping my hands, and you know, the happy sadist dance. I was doing the happy sadist dance. I was sort of like like moisting them a little and just like kind of sticking them to the like the head and the glands of his of his uh, cock, and even that uh, was pretty fun. So I thought, okay, well, what, what exactly am I doing here? So I stuck one on my own nipple, which he informed me through gritted teeth was not the same uh, as having in you know inside of you. Which I agreed that he was correct that it was not that that was pretty much as far as I was going to go, and it was actually a little tingly even on my nipple i got to say. So, yeah, red one's definitely much hotter than the blue ones. Much hotter?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, how does this compare, like, to, say, like, ginger?
1: Um. You know, I've done ginger anally, mm-hmm. and it's – oh, I think it's way, way milder than ginger. Okay. Because like, I mean, I'm also sorry. I'm not – no, 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 no erase that. Ginger is much milder Multiple than Listerine. Listerines. So let me just – Yeah.
0: Yeah, because, like, I've even done, like, slices of ginger on the clit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done, like, slices of ginger mm-hmm. – on uh, boy bits before things like that.
1: Yeah, and it kind of wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. Once or twice yeah. you kind of got a bang out of it, but it's yeah. really I've tried like Ben Gay and and those Tiger kinds bomb. Of things. Tiger Balm. Yeah, you do have to be careful with those. That yeah. kind of thing could give you a chemical burn if you do too much. Mm-hmm. Um, milk is actually what you want to have on hand in case that gets to be too tingly. You can pour milk over the outside of someone's skin, and it will neutralize to some degree. To some. To some, yeah. Degree. Yeah. You should try not to get to a point where you have to do that. But if if it really, if the emergency happens, pour milk on them.
0: So the rule is, if it can go in your mouth. Directly in your mouth, Directly in your mouth, undiluted. Mm -hmm. It is safe to go in somewhere with bits. Mm -hmm. Go slow. Mm -hmm. Milk on hand.
1: Yeah. Well, this doesn't mean they're going to like it, you understand. Mm -hmm. No. And let me just kind of further fill this in by saying... um, I've done a lot of really, you know, this, is, this certainly was not his first time doing urethral play. Uh, he's done a lot of urethral play. And he was sore for several days. Uh, he was aware of, you know.
0: Hurt to pee, I'm guessing. So yeah,
1: this is, this is high level stuff. If you have not done a lot of CBT and a lot of urethral insertion before, I, like break off a tiny little corner of the breast chip and try that or try them on the outside. You want to and, work up this gradually.
0: And for a girl, is that going to be? Uh, you know, I mean, unless it's placed like directly in the urethra on her.
1: Yeah, I've never put anything in urethras on girls, and I really don't recommend it. Yeah, um, it's a
0: shorter, it's a shorter pathway, so you have a greater chance of. Uh,
1: yeah, so I think it would definitely be like very stingy around the labia, um, in the vagina, in her ass. Um, you know, I think if you you know had unprotected sex, you could like put one on the head of your cock, and then then you could fuck her with it. Wouldn't that be great?
0: And wow, what so are great. we doing tonight, sweetie? I mean. Um, <laughs> Outside voice, <laughs> inside thoughts. Outside voice, inside thoughts. Okay. Uh, on that note, uh, I'm now eyeing those uh, breath strips very nervously and wiggling in your chair and wiggling in my chair out of partial glee.
1: A part of a partial glee. We'll partial go glee. Go hey, I think it's my turn anyway
0: to be on oh, top. So I'm just wah, saying.
1: Wah. Hey. I'm scared now.
0: You better be. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we leave you to ponder just exactly what that is we're going to be doing after this.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: This has been the Mistresses Podcast. If you like what you've heard, check her out at mistressmatisse.com or read her daily blog at mistressmatisse.blogspot.com.